Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwinders.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwinders.com. There is no bigger moment of dread when I have to figure out if you're going to come in and actually say your name or not. It's like, yeah, here he comes. Uh, it's good to be here, guys. It's Thursday. Welcome to the show. Ryan Page getting in early. What's up, Ryan? Says, uh, damn, Mavericks crushed me last night. I guess I jinxed myself saying the Warriors should have been favored by more. Mm-hmm. This happens to the best of us. I thought they should have been. I said my favorite play in that game was the under. That cashed easily. But I don't know if you watched any of that game really really bad offense and i feel like that's one of the games that i don't want to go into a full-on rant with the mvp discussion but people talk about curry and how he should be the front runner for mvp the warriors have one of the best records in the league everything like that curry's had a ton of awful shooting performances this season and i feel like nobody's talking about it no that's uh that's pretty true i think they're uh they're overlooking the bad and just kind of f- focusing on uh, all those massive performances that he's had. Just, uh, just look at the field goal percentage for Curry. It's pretty underwhelming for an MVP front runner. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. Uh, King Me says, what's up? What's up, King? Uh, Zach Vaughn checking in says, uh, <clears throat> Rochelle, I backed you big today on the Blue Jackets over two and a half. Let's get that bread. And uh, yeah, he really, Ryan Page says, yeah, he, do, he goes really cold in some games. That's absolutely true. And I want to, before we get the show started here, I want to uh, give a quick apology to everybody that uh, checks out my daily videos. I know Scott had his up. I did not do mine yesterday. I've been under the weather. I've got a little uh, respiratory thing going on. So, uh, yeah, apologies. I took some uh, took some meds and pretty much dropped off the face of the earth last night. Uh, feeling a little better today. We'll see how it goes. Uh, there could be a lot of, could be a lot of Scott talking as I hit the cough button to actually cough. So, uh and uh, before you ask, yes, I've taken, uh, I took a, a quick, a quick COVID test, and uh, you know, temperature and blood oxygen, everything seems to be fine. It doesn't really appear to be uh, the dreaded Rona. Uh, it's just, you know, just a wintertime thing. So, anyway, apologies for not doing. Uh, and I have my premium subscribers. I didn't do a premium video last night either. I did send out the pics, but I didn't do a video. So, for anybody that watches those vids uh, on a daily basis, uh, my apologies. We'll be back on it today. So, yeah. Uh, Scott James from Henderson, Nevada. What's up, bud? I bet it's not, I bet it's not 12 degrees in Henderson, Nevada today. Uh, Ninja said what I think uh, sums it up for all of us. Uh, fuck COVID need to go away. Uh, great. And I see said, hope you feel better. I do, dude. I'm just, you know, taking uh, some allergy meds and stuff and it's drying me up. So it's fine. Just a pain in the butt. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's roll on. Of course, don't forget to, uh, like, and subscribe Do all that stuff that you normally do. Give us the old thumbs up, subscribe to our channel. If you're checking us out on podcast form, rate, review, and check out our pals uh, Jim Williams and Chris King as they do their thing every day. As our other show here on the Winners and Winders Sports Betting Network, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Just Parlays, where they talk about, well, just parlays. And last but not least, time to have a little fun with uh, your friends over there at Caesar Sportsbook. It's our brand new sponsor. Well, we had them a couple weeks now. It's not brand new. But uh, you guys have heard me talk about it. for uh, So for, for those of you that have heard it, tune it out. For, if you haven't heard it before, pretty good deal. Uh, win, lose, or draw. Match your opening bet up to $1,001. Perfect way for new bettors who have not yet tried the Caesars app or the website to get their feet wet and really check out a super deal. So just uh, 
go to your app store, download the app, and uh, open that up, or go to the website and uh, do that there. We'll ask you for a promo code. This is the important part. Make sure you put in video winners. Video winners, all one word, spelled just like you think, and you'll get that opening bet match, win, lose, or draw up to $1,001. Of course, you have to make sure that it is valid in your state, and you must be 21 to play. So, yeah. Uh, Ryan Page uh, said, IUPUI Day got canceled. Yes. Yes, not good. Ham C in the house. Got the... Got the Yinzer contingent, Scott. Good to see Ham in the house. Hey, man, go to, go to grab a Prevente Brothers for a sandwich tonight for me, would you? I uh, I, I miss the I miss the, the Permante Brothers. You like Permante Brothers sandwich? You ever had one, Scott? I can answer that I've had one. I've heard good things though. They're good. They put the, they put coleslaw, they put fries, everything right on the same sandwich, and they 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 started to uh, branch out a little bit. I had one in. Where the fuck was I? Uh, Indianapolis, maybe they had a, they had, are a, you a big coleslaw guy? I'm not, I'm not. And in fact, I haven't put coleslaw on the side. Uh, I'm just not, a, I'm just not a coleslaw guy, but a little uh, too vinegary for me. Uh, JC Stone said, happy January 6th, waging, wagering insurrectionist. That's right. That's what we should call ourselves. The waging, wagering insurrectionist show. I've been called worse. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Max Moran, ready to get right to it. Max says he likes the over in the clips. Suns tonight, Scott, you and I talked about that game a little bit. What's your feelings on that? Well, looking at the actual matchup itself, I wanted to make a case for the under just because Phoenix is a good defensive team and the Clippers are really not that great. But you look at the recent games that the Clippers have been involved in, kind of high scoring, and the Suns with really no true rim protection with McGee and with eight and out. Jalen Smith's been okay. I can't say he's a great rim protector but they're still using Johnson at the four, so they're going small. I don't mind the over there. Okay, very good. Uh, Antonio Brown finally got released. That's right. And uh, by the way, that brings me to our like and subscribe today. You better do it or else Antonio Brown's going to be signing with your favorite team, and that'll be good for three or four games, and then he'll be mad and leave. So <laughs> make sure you do that. Uh, all right, buddy, let's uh, let's get to it here. Let's Let's do our thing. Get wrapped up before we get wrapped up uh, talking too much. Let's uh, let's take care of business. Let's find out who the winners and who the whiners were yesterday, as we uh, you know pick up our phones, dial nine one one, and call the cops. All right, Scott, we're gonna start it off, of course, as we are uh, as we are wont to do in the uh, NBA. Yeah, the Pacers. Well, I have to actually interrupt you quickly before what? we get into this because what? I saw a comment section before from Ninja making an argument on the other side of this one. You can make a legitimate argument for either side of the spread, but I do think the general context would suggest that the play we're about to say is worse than the one that lost at the last sec. Sorry. Oh, you had a uh, you had a, a late contender for uh, for call the cops. Well, it's the same game. Oh, okay. The point is, is that you can mention the thing, and I'll mention the one after. Okay, fair enough. Uh, well, so much, so much for the drama because it is the Pacers plus seven and a half against the Nets, led by seventeen points with two twenty nine left in the third quarter. Nets closed the game on a forty eight twenty three run. Pacers end up losing by Ocho. Uh, been hooked. You have been hooked right there, Scott. Yeah, the Pacers plus seven and a half. It is really time to call the cops. And this is why it's important to mention, because the Nets closed at around 9. They they were up 10 with about 10 seconds to go. 
took a shot clock violation, and the Pacers hit a layup. So the Pacers lost by eight. So you can make an argument the Nets minus nine is also a bad beat, but you needed a 48-21 to 21 run in order to cover in the first place. So I feel like even though that is a bad beat based on the final couple of seconds, it was a miracle you were even covering at any point in the fourth quarter. So that's why I think this one's worse. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. And, uh, you know, maybe you were lucky enough to have a middle there. Get a little middle yeah, shot. So. Maybe. But looking at college basketball, if you had Miami, minus two against Syracuse, they hit a free throw with three seconds left to go up by four points, which means Syracuse has a meaningless shot. They're going to try to shoot a three. Miami tells all the players to step away so they don't foul the guy. And Syracuse hit a three-pointer with one second left. Miami won the game. They didn't cover. They only won by one. Count it. And finally, if you had Iowa State minus four and a half against Texas Tech, they hit uh, two free throws, two seconds left to go up by seven. Uh, stop me if you've heard this song before, Scott. Texas Tech comes down. Nobody guards them. Uh, right there beyond the arc. Swish. It goes in. Iowa State wins by four. And your four and a half goes up in smoke. To, uh, to, to quote Cheech and Chong, it's gone. So... I know it's good. I know it definitely hurts anytime they hit a shot like that to beat you. Do you think it hurts more when they bank in a three pointer from about the top of the key from 35 feet? Yes, of course. Because that's what happened. You just banked in a shot. They had 44 points in the entire game and they banked in a three pointer from the top of the key. The bank is open. All right. Yep. Well, well, for every winer, there must be a winner, Scott. And you know who you were. You were in the good spot you want to be. You had those nice, easy victories. You were sitting in the rocking chair. So, first one was in a matchup between the Raptors and the Bucks. And if you had the over 222, can I interest you in 145 points in the first half? Now, the second half was very low scoring. So, the final score was actually kind of close to the total. But when you have 145 points in the first half, it's over, and the game really went over. It landed two eighty eight, uh, two twenty eight, <laughs> two eighty eight. That would have been quite. Yeah. A, that would have been. It was quite, on pace quite, for about two eighty eight. That would have been quite a feat. Uh, finally, or not finally, but if you had the Warriors Mavericks under two twelve and a half, uh, each quarter had less than forty nine points. Scott, they never even threatened two hundred. That game landed one eighty one. Congratulations, you were sitting in the under rocking chair. And looking at college basketball, if you had Alcorn State plus the seven and a half against Jackson State, they never trailed by more than three. They led outright at the half, and they won outright by 15 points. There you go. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Uh, righty. Uh, that was a good game. Had Pacers uh, hit the, uh, the nose button too early. Uh, Vermont, Vermont, New Hampshire under 226 and a half. Under 126 and a half, rather. Um, Take a look at that. For me, when it comes to the American East Conference, I tend to look more towards unders than overs, with the exception of UMBC this year, because UMBC's actually had a decent amount of high-scoring games this season for some reason. But you look at all the other teams in that conference, you look at the UMass Lulls, the Binghamtons, all those teams, it feels like nobody in the entire conference can score. No, this is usually a, a very good Vermont team with a good offense, and they just haven't done shit this year. They've averaged about 66 points a game. Uh, both these teams play good defense, giving up about 60, 61 points a game. Don't hate it. Don't hate it at all. Um, uh, Ian, it's actually Alcorn, not Elkhorn, but I like that. I do like that idea for a name of the school. 
El- Elkhorn. Uh, where's that? Where's El- uh, Nevada? That's Elko. Montana, maybe? I know there there's an Elkhorn somewhere. It's like Montana, Wyoming, somewhere. Whatever. Uh, Super Sly, 32, checking in, by the way. Good to see Super Sly. He says they're rolling with Reichel's alma mater tonight. Let's go, Wisconsin. Also like Jets, Jets abs over six in the NHL. Sometimes they let me down. Yeah, that's kind of what the Jets do. Scott, what do you think about that hockey play? Uh, I am not going to take an under with the Avalanche. I'll, I'll tell you that much. That team scores goals at will. And you look at how the NHL has played out since the return from the COVID break. A lot of high-scoring games, not much defense. I think the only concern you have is if the Avalanche play good defensively. But they did let Chicago score three on them. So I do think that there are some holes in this unit. But McCarr, that overtime goal was disgusting. You still have McKinnon. You still have all the, the talent in the world. I don't mind the over there, especially with a an, an overtime draw at 3-3. The total does seem a bit low. Okay. Uh, James S. checking in. Wants to know about uh, Coastal. Coastal, South Alabama, and Washington State. Now, in a couple of those games we you and I talked about before the show. Coastal was the one we didn't talk about, Scott. They're going up against Troy. Line's currently at Pickham. Uh, 138 is the total there. Uh, checking, of course, checking the injury list. Uh, nobody, nobody uh, significant going to be out for this one. Uh, Troy really hasn't been challenged at home. They have played a bunch of absolute nobodies on their on their home court. Haven't played a conference game. Uh, they played Arkansas Baptist, Scott. You a big fan of Arkansas Baptist? Uh, can't say I'm a Baptist myself, but I've heard good things. I believe Arkansas Baptists are the ones that handle snakes. I'm not sure. I, I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me. Uh, Coastal Carolina, of course, they're coming off that big victory over Emory and Henry. Both of them. Nice job there. I don't know, Scott. What do you make of this? Two what teams you... combined. What's that? Two teams combined. You could put Emory and Henry and William and Mary all together. They would still suck. That's 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 my that's my question yeah, there. So I'm looking at this Troy team, and uh, they're a good solid team. Like I said, they've uh, but they really haven't played anybody yet. Scott um, Coastal Carolina's played you know a couple of decent games. They played Winthrop, they played Mercer, uh, Whomp, South Carolina beat the shit out of South Carolina. Uh, much more battle tested. I don't uh, I don't hate I don't hate Coastal here in a uh, in a road spot. You. I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. But then again, the spread's won, so it makes sense that we disagree because it's basically a coin toss. But I can't look past the fact that Coastal's still winless on the road. They're 0-2. And Troy has been pretty good at home. I know the competition's been weak. They are 5-1 and at home. But I am looking at current form for Troy. They had a long road trip. Now they're playing their first home game since December 18th. I do think they'll look sharper at home. But looking at what Troy's done recently, I know they lost to Arlington, but they beat Texas State on the road by 15. That's a pretty decent team. Beat Mercer on the road by four. And you're looking at Coastal. This team has really just struggled on the road. I said they're 0-2, but you might be thinking, you know, maybe they play decent competition. They lost to Middle Tennessee, who I think is an okay team. But I just have a hard time trusting Coastal on the road. If you're going to be getting one, I need to at least see something. On the highway, they're 0-2. I'll wait for them to win a road game before I back them on the road. Okay, fair enough. Uh, somebody, Brad, Brad talking about uh, very hard betting Golden State under totals. Good call last night, though. I uh, have Golden State under 
uh, bet them in the past and they have burned me. So either I bet. Them I was just assuming them, but, yeah. Dallas with Doncic would slow the pace because that's kind of what they've done. Yep. And Golden State offensively, Curry was not shooting the ball well for the last week and change. But besides him, that's the real issue and why they need Clay Thompson. It's because no offense to Wiggins, I don't exactly trust anybody on that supporting cast to score the ball besides maybe Jordan Poole. Fair enough. Uh, James, as far as your other teams go, uh, I'm big fan of South Alabama tonight. I think that's a good spot for them. And we, I think we're you and I are both on the other side of that Washington State game, right? I like Colorado. Yeah. I know Colorado's been awful against the spread at home, but they're still almost impossible to beat in Boulder almost every year. So I like Colorado on the money line. I think they'll win the game, but it's another one of those pick them games where they could go either way. But when in doubt, you look at Colorado's history at home, they are really, really good. They are. They are. They haven't been this year, but they've uh, in the past, they've been really good. And the uh, somebody else was asking us about UAB North Texas. This uh, UAB team, a lot of fun to watch, Scott. They uh, they uh, run pretty, they run, they run a lot of pace and uh, they put a lot of points on the board, averaging about 82 points per game. Going up a mean, going against a mean green team that, uh, generally speaking, is a pretty fair team. Um, sometimes tournament team, sometimes not. They've uh, coming off uh, their one beat th- Purdue th- last year. They beat Purdue. They certainly did beat Purdue last year. They're coming off a. Uh, they've won three three of their last four, losing only to uh, to uh, Sam Houston State or failing to cover. They've they've won they've won uh, six straight straight up. Um, so. And UAB also playing good basketball right now. They've won seven of their last eight, covered three straight. But they've uh, played, uh, you start to have to look at the road games. They've played a three road contest and they are uh, one and one straight up, straight and one and one against the number. <sighs> Man, it's hard to bet against a team that plays that good of offense. It really is. All you guys keep picking a bunch of games that are separated by about two points and change. So a lot of them feel like coin flips, don't they? Yeah, they really do. I would be tempted to... Uh, I like UAB, but that's just a pure uh, lean on my end. I'm probably leaning the other way just because of North Texas defense. They've played, they've played really, good, really good defense so far this season. Um, I would expect UAB to not have one of their fantastic performances. Um, so, yeah, I don't... Well, UAB is no slouch defensively. No, either. they're North not. Texas is better. Yep. But I do think they're close. You're right. You're right. Um, what do we got for a total there? Anything? You know, one, ooh, 128? Oof. It should be low because North Texas is the dream under team. They play really slow and they play really good defense. But yeah. UAB is a team that can also play defense, but they're averaging eight, over 82 points per game. Yeah. Well, so, it's, it's also a North Texas team that can't shoot. Uh, correct. Shoot, shoot 42% so, okay. from the field and about 32 from downtown. So. I think that's why I'm picking UAB, because I do have faith in this UAB defense to hold North Texas. It might turn into an absolute rock fight, right? but if that's the case, I'll take the two points with the team that I know can actually shoot on occasion. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, As for the total, though, I oh boy. I guess I'm leaning over inherently because I like UAB, so I think they're going to actually score some points, but <laughs> if you'd have to be, let's just say, really confident one way or another if you take a total in this one, because... 128, I want nothing to do with. So somebody's asking about USC Cal out there in the Pac-12. I want to know, does your hatred of the Pac-12 bleed over into basketball as well, or is it just football? Uh, No. USC I should be biased against because they rejected me from their school, but I can't say that it's affected my betting habits with them. You want to go to 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 USC? 
I applied there. I didn't get in. Why did you want? Why did you want to go to USC? Uh, because I have a very good journalism program over there. Oh, okay. You, you applied to Mizzou. Another great. I did not. Great journalism program. Okay. Had I known you before, then I might have considered. Fair enough. Uh, Groovy Caps USA. No, South Alabama, buddy. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, San Antonio would be UTSA. So yeah, sorry for using the shorthand. Yeah. Um, South Alabama is in the uh, in that one. Um, as far as this game goes, this is a California team that is a uh, a good defensive team, Scott. They are coming off a massive win at home there against Arizona State. Uh, 24-point win as a one-point dog as they held the Sun Devils to 50 points. Um, in fact, they've given up They've given up more than 66 points just twice this season. They gave up 68 to Southern Utah, which ends up being a pretty good team. And they gave up 80 to Florida. Other than that, uh, they held Seton Hall to 62. They've held Fresno, uh, which is a pretty good Fresno team, to 50, 57. Utah to 66. Scott, USC walking into a buzzsaw here. Pretty good basketball team. They are undefeated so far this year. Not a great, uh, not a great cover team though. They played just one true road game. They did win against Washington State as a pick'em, but that's their only other road game this season. I think I think I'm going to take the Bears and the points here. I am. I'm taking the Bears and the points. Okay. I I think USC is a very good team. Of course, they have the other Mobley who stick who stuck around. Isaiah, who's very good, he's averaging 15 points per game and 9.6 rebounds per game. California started the season losing to UC San Diego. And people thought, wow, this team's going to be terrible. But then you remember, they're missing about half their team because of COVID. So when healthy, this team's actually been pretty good. Have they played quality opponents? Not really. Arizona State, not very good. But you're going through the actual teams they've faced. Let's just say they haven't exactly fared well, couple neutrals, etc. But California is 9-1 and at home and 8-2 and ATS at home. USC, I think, is a very solid basketball team, but the offense is inconsistent. I think California can hang around. I'm really not sure why there's been four and a half points towards the over in this spot. I see a rock fight here. Yep. I like the under. I think first team to 60 wins. I wouldn't be surprised. At least at least 65. Uh, Zach Vaughn said you want to go to USC for the girls. Is that right, buddy? You want to hit that beach? That's definitely a side factor, but, you know. Yeah. Right. I went to the opposite school i went from the 80 degrees in the middle of september to yeah how about 22 and maybe single digits for about four months straight brutal brutal uh carrot carrot is here and he's like he likes uh atletico madrid over two and a half free money scott free money it's a lock i know you follow La well, atletico a is bit. usually a really good defensive team usually which is why they're always towards the top of the table in la liga However, you're looking at the performances for the last month and change. They keep giving up goals, which is really not what you're used to seeing from Atletico. But I don't mind over two and a half, maybe both teams to score. But Atletico is really at a hard time keeping the ball out of the net, which is something you're not used to saying. Okay, fair enough. IC said uh, Cal lost their first game as minus 1,100 favorites. I'll never trust that team. That's that's what the game I was talking about. Yep. They were huge favorites. They missing half the team because of COVID. Yeah, but still, they've played better since. Dead to me, dead to me. Uh, ben Campbell looking at a game that I was looking at. St. Thomas plus five over Oral Roberts. Large move on the over in that one. Yeah, that's a 
can you fig- can I think you fig- it went from 154 to 159 I think can you fig- can you figure that you, you think it's gonna you think it's gonna be a wide open game or is there a little bit of value uh fading the steam there I'm not taking the under you think I'm taking the under with either of these teams they don't guard anybody Oral Roberts of course ended up losing one of their best players during the team from the team that made it a somewhat deep run in the NCAA tournament they still got Aceman's back who's still a very good player they go up tempo they don't guard anybody. St. Thomas chucks up a bunch of threes, doesn't really guard anybody. So I don't mind the over there. The thing is, people might be intimidated by totals because of the fact that it's close to 160. I'm penciling in Oral Roberts or one of these teams for about 85. So if that's the case, I kind of have to like the over. I don't want to get involved with a team that shoots 41% from downtown and <laughs> taking an under. I can't do it. I just, I just can't do it. St. Thomas, I think they figure that's their quickest way to rel- to relevancy. It's an, it's a lot easier to maybe get a couple of shooters than it is to find some real talent inside and try to imply, try to play inside out. So, yeah. But you know, this is still a really good Oral Roberts team. I think you you touched on it. That's the team that beat what Texas, right? Uh, they no Texas was Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian. They that's beat right, sorry. Ohio State in overtime. Yep. And then they beat Florida. And then they almost beat Arkansas. That's right. Almost. That's right. That was a hell of a game, too. Yeah, they almost hit it. They had a wide-open shot for the win. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Oral Roberts team playing pretty good defense. That's 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 the one worry that I have here. They uh, they are able to... Uh, trying to see how they do against... Uh, they don't play good... Th- they don't play great three-point defense, though. That's, that, yeah. and that, and that's what you have to look at at St. Thomas. Yeah, I'm... I'm okay with the over. I wish we'd have got it earlier, but uh, uh, <laughs> Groovy Caps saying uh, Scott had a huge pick on Sunday. Washington football team scoring first and Eagles win. Oh, nice. Very nice. Well, he said that. I didn't say that. No. I, I remember him saying that on the show. He got that right. Yep. Nice job for you, Groovy. So so we never really answered the question. We talked about the total. You like St. Thomas plus five or you think Oral Roberts takes care of business? Oh. Uh. I, I feel like the side's a toss-up, but give me the over. Okay. Uh, I'll, th- I'll take Oral Roberts. Uh, uh, that's a team that's uh, well, they've, they've covered covered five straight, nine of their last ten. Yeah, I'm okay. It looks like there's still a little bit of value there on the uh, – what the hell are they? The Oral Roberts what? The Oral Roberts uh, 900-foot Jesuses? I don't know. Oral Roberts. Eagles? Golden. I, are they the Golden Eagles? I don't know. I, I think they might be. Uh, that would be my guess. Carrot says they are the Golden Eagles. Carrot saying UCLA money line. Book it. Book it, Dano. Okay with that? Said UCLA money line? Uh Uh-huh. I saw it was available online at minus seven thousand five hundred. So, you know, can't go wrong there. (laughs) If you do, you go really wrong. Uh fade UW basketball teams. Is that all of them? University of Washington, University of Wisconsin. Is it is it all the UWs or just Wisconsin? We got another game, by the way, that involves the unranked team favored over the ranked team. Didn't work yesterday for the play of the day. No. You know, I'm going to keep back in that system all the time, but you have Ohio State playing against Indiana. And Ohio State is the 13th ranked team. Indiana's unranked. And yet money's poured in on the Hoosiers as they've gone from around one and a half to minus three and a half. As much as I do enjoy the system... 
I think if you're backing Indiana now, you've missed just too much value. It's one thing if you want to back him to win the game. But when you end up crossing over a couple of numbers there that I think this game's going to be close. I don't see Indiana blowing it open. When you go to three and a half, I think that's a little bit too much for me. You? Yeah, and I also think it's not it's it may be a little bit different than the normal system play because you've got a team in Indiana with some cachet, with some national recognition. So I think there's going to be Anytime you see Indiana as a dog, I think there's going to be money that is going to come in on the Hoosiers. So I'm not sure that fits exactly with that system. I'm not sure there's not other other factors at play in that. Um, somebody, Bill McDonald wants to know about Ohio State plus three and a half today. I don't. That was the game I was talking about. Yeah, the 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 Indiana game. Um, so that that's why I brought it up. I liked Indiana on principle when the line opened at around minus one, minus one and a half, at plus three and a half. I see he's talking about a teaser. I don't mind it if you want to try to tease Ohio State to nine and a half, something like that. But I'm looking at Ohio State in this spot because I feel like if you like Indiana, I think you missed the boat. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't give away five points of value. I just I can't do it. Um, yeah. This Ohio State team is starting to come together, Scott. I think they're good. They the Wisconsin. issue I have is the backcourt. Yeah. I know Lytle's very, very good. He's one of the favorites to win player of the year. But you're looking at the guards that they lost. One of them's in the NBA now in Dwayne Washington, who's looked okay with Indiana. That that backcourt for the Ohio State team is really just average at best. Yeah. Yeah, they are. That's going to that's gonna limit the ceiling of this team. I agree. I agree, unless they, unless they start to come together here a little bit later in the season. Uh, AJS complimented me on my fine haircut. Thank you very much. It was long, long overdue. I went to a, I told you I went to an old school barber shop. Yeah. Guy's about 80. So he's had his shop there for 40 years. I've been to a barber shop a long time. I miss it. It was, it was cool. Good experience. Uh, what else? What else you like today, bud? Of course we, you know, we do have our bet the farm coming up. Let's, uh, Hey, let's talk a little bit because we've got just a minute here. Um, we do have we do have an odds makers were drunk and an hero because uh, two two good ones let's let's talk about that Scott real quick here let's uh, let's find out why there was massive drinking yesterday in the uh, in this game as far as the odds makers go and yeah here we go it's the odds makers they were drunk go ahead sir. So we're going to be looking at a matchup in the SEC that I actually watched the second half of for some reason. I enjoy punishment. But you had the total in the Ole Miss-Tennessee game at 135. Tennessee started the game 1 for 15 from the floor. Not a great start for the over. Anyway, there were 102 points in regulation. It went to overtime at 51 apiece. Game landed 126 after overtime. So even with an extra five minutes, you still finished nine points short. That's a pretty awful total. Oddsmakers, apparently, you were drunk. Um, well, you know, out in my neck of the woods, Scott, there was a uh, kind of an exciting thing that happened yesterday. And let's find out uh, who it was on this edition of Gambling Hero. All right, very good. That's the uh, that's the trumpet fanfare, and of course, we're going to talk about the Missouri State guard Isaiah Mosley. Uh, 
going up against Bradley. They were down 69-68, trying to cover one and a half points. It didn't look good until Isaiah Mosley hit the three-point buzzer beater against the Braves. Are they still the Braves, Scott? Yep, still the Braves. Very good. Uh, the Bears ended up winning at 71-69, covering the one and a half points. If you had Missouri State there, you were cussing, 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 and then hell yeah, swish, you uh, you have a gambling hero of the day. See, I agree with Carrot on this one. In the bottom, he said, when in doubt, go with which mascot will win the battle. I make that joke all the time. <clears throat> Very good. Um, and Scott can confirm that. I say that all the time. He does. He does. It's 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 annoying. Will, would would a bear beat a cardinal? I think so. Yeah. Well, I feel like the cardinal. If you're following that philosophy, Stanford would lose every game because how are you going to lose to a tree? It's a color in the car. Isn't that what it is? The they just talk about the cardinal when it's singular. We said the mascot. The mascot's a tree. well. The mascot's a tree. But the, the, the who's going to lose to a tree? Well, they're tough in the middle, but they're not they're not going to guard you on the perimeter at all. Okay. Uh Cockrack, top 5 plus 500. It's a lock. It's a well, lock. The tournament already started. So I don't think you can bet that now unless you're doing it actually in play, but definitely going to be a pretty interesting golf tournament. The projected favorite score or the leader or the winner about minus 30. So expect a lot of birdies. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Brandon Dello said, I don't know where my message went, but the, uh, Antonio Brown updates, you guys have any other opinions or follow up on it? Uh, Scott believes those texts were faked. We talked about it right before the show. He thinks the texts between Antonio Brown and Bruce Arians are not legitimate. I have I, an iPhone. The display is definitely questionable. Let's I, put it that way. I also, I have an opinion and Scott and I differed on this. I think Antonio Brown will be in the league again, not this year, but I think he will play for another team. There's just too much talent out there. Scott, have you changed your mind on that? I think one team might give him another shot, but it's going to annoy me when they do because he's just a massive headache. And as a human being, I don't think he should be getting paid millions of dollars, but, you know, whatever. Well, we're coming to your city. Uh, Indiana State or Stanford, the Sycamores or the whatever kind of trees the Stanford Cardinal is. Who wins there, Scott? I like the under. Ooh. <laughs> The under is fair because neither tree can move. Right. So you're looking at a pretty low-scoring game there, but I would probably go Stanford by the pick. Super Sly throwing some rumors out there. It says reportedly, uh, supposedly, Casey and Dallas were interested, but with a broken angle, I don't, broken ankle, I don't see how. Scott, did you take him on the Cowboys? Uh, well, right now, no, because AB's out for the year. Yep. He's got a messed up ankle. He's not going to play. When it comes to what teams are going to give him a, a consideration – you can make an argument, Dallas, since Gallup's also towards ACL. He's going to be done. He's a free agent. So maybe you can make an argument there because we know Jerry Jones isn't exactly interested in high character guys. So that could be a potential landing spot. But yeah, it's really going to depend on which teams are desperate enough to get wide receivers yeah. for next year. Well, I know that Kansas City signing Josh Gordon has worked out really well. I think he's cut three passes this season and dropped about five. So that's hasn't exactly got a touchdown. Yeah, congratulations. J.C. Stone says, where's Al Davis picking up Antonio Brown? That's absolutely true. By the way, Mark Davis, worst haircut in the world, Scott. Is there a worse haircut than that? Of anybody over five years old? Good. If, your mom, if your mom doesn't cut it. not good. Yeah. It's hard to believe he walks into a salon and says, this is what I want. Just I brought my own bowl, and uh, 
Yeah. Can uh, Kofi Coburn have a big game against Maryland? Scott, you a big fan of the Terps? Uh, not a big fan of the Terps in this spot. They, of course, ended up losing their coach midway through the year, and they haven't really been good since. Illinois has been very solid. I was very impressed by their blood win against Minnesota on the road in the last game. It's on a matter of can Kofi Coburn have a big game. The question is how big of a game is he going to have? Because he walks into about 20 and 12 every game. Nobody can stop him. Right. And I feel like if you want to look for player of the year odds, I know Illinois isn't a team that's going to finish top 10 in the AP poll, but when you're going to walk, finish the year averaging 20 and 12, at some point you got to have serious consideration. Yeah, agreed. I also, I also, I'm not necessarily that impressed with this Maryland defense. I don't hate, I don't hate the over there. I think they don't have any big men. Coburn should pretty much eat half the people on the court. I think he's going to have 20 and 15. Brandon DeLeo says Aaron Rodgers to the Steelers next season. Oh, they're starting some shit. What do you think, buddy? Would they embrace that? I think there's really one. First of all, I don't think he's leaving Green Bay. (laughs) I think that Green Bay, you win 13 plus games every year. I'm sure it's a pain in the ass that you keep losing in the NFC title game, but you keep making it to the semifinals. That's pretty good. It means you have a top four team in the league minimum every year. So I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I do think if he was going to go to one place, I would pick San Francisco. San Francisco? Are you kidding me? They've got their quarterback in the future. They got their quarterback in the present. What are they going to do there? Uh, Unfortunately, the quarterback of the present and the future aren't very good. So I think that's kind of the Achilles heel in that theory of yours. But I do think that him going to San Francisco has some merit. You can make an argument, Denver. I don't think Denver's a good enough team that Rodgers would want to go there. What's their ceiling there? 11 wins? You lose in the second round? Good defense. You have to face Mahomes in the playoffs? Yeah. You're facing Mahomes, oh, Denver, Josh yeah. Allen, and probably J- Justin Herbert. That's not exactly a fun time. I see the Niners as a potential destination, but I'd be shocked if he ended up leaving Green Bay. Michael Dost asking me uh, asking us about the South Alabama Appalachian State game. I like I like uh, the Jags there. I it's, this is a little bit of late in line movement. It was minus five. Just guard the three point line if you're South Alabama. That's all you have to do. Yep, yep. That's R- it. Really true. Uh, James S telling everybody to like and subscribe. Yeah, we do that. We of course we always do it when there's about eight people here before everybody checks in. So yeah, do remember to like and subscribe. We appreciate it, of course. Uh, Michael Michael McClendon. Man, speaking of dreamers, uh, Trevor Trevor Lawrence for Aaron Rodgers, Scott. <laughs> you making that trade? How many how many number ones does Jacksonville have to throw in with with Trevor Lawrence to get that to get that done? It's a good question. It's a good question. Um, I'm sure people in Jacksonville would love it, but I, I Aaron Rodgers wants to go somewhere and win. He's he's not going to go somewhere in the middle of a rebuild or. That's why I mentioned San Francisco. Yeah. I know you were joking about the quarterback future of, of current and present or future and present because we're both not really Lance guys and we don't think Jimmy G's that good. I don't so, think I don't think San Francisco's given up on Lance yet. That's my point. And Jimmy G, fair. if you look I, I I know this is a meme, but the numbers are okay. Right. But if you want to win, you need somebody to take you over the hump. And right now Garoppolo's just not that guy. Yep. Nathan Cernus is I think South Alabama is I agree. Rogers to the Saints, that's intriguing. That's very intriguing because you can certainly make the argument they don't have a real quarterback. Now, they did fine with Jameis. I thought Jameis was impressive before he got hurt. But 
Um, Long tossing the Saints out for the salary cap purposes. They're in cap hell for the next three years or so. so yeah, that's true. I don't think that's realistic. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I'm a big I'm a big Broncos fan, says Michael. Denver should go after Wilson. That's not a bad pick. That's you think right? I you, don't mind that as a secondary option. So okay, Scott, let's let's do this real quick here before before we do our Beth Farm. Of these quarterbacks, which ones will be playing for the a new team next season? Aaron Rodgers, um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, who else? I had Wilson. I, I had somebody and Wilson. Yeah, that was the three I had on the list. So, who, so Rodgers, I don't think is going anywhere. Okay, I think Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay. Garoppolo's gone. I think Shannon has just had enough. I, I don't think Garoppolo's coming back, especially if they end up losing and they miss the playoffs. Assuming they lose this week and uh, New Orleans wins, they're out. They're not bringing him back. But if you want to look at Wilson, do you think Wilson would stay if they fire Pete Carroll, or do you think both of them are going to go? I think they would both go. I think I think Wilson and Pete Carroll have a pretty symbiotic relationship. Uh, Brandon, you're mentioning Rodgers to the Steelers. I have already penciled in the Steelers for just taking Kenny Pickett. I've already just penciled that in as their move. I think they're just going to draft Pickett in the, in the first round. You think Kenny Pickett will still be available when the Steelers draft? What are they? I gonna... think the Steelers are making the playoffs. So no, I they're going to be. They're... Make an argument. Pittsburgh has been aggressive in years past. They've traded up before. I believe they traded. Did they trade up for Devin Bush? They might have. I believe they. I did. would not be surprised to see Pittsburgh potentially trade up to take Pickett. Okay, I thought you meant they were going to they were going to take him in their regular spot. No, I'm, I'm saying like, there's no way Pickett's going to be left anyway. at 14 I'm or whatever. Pickett will be the first quarterback gone. Because Corral's got the injury now, so I do think you'll see Pickett be the first quarterback off the board. I think Pittsburgh trades up to get him. Packers win the Super Bowl plus three fifty. I don't hate that. Somebody somebody was roasting me about Rodgers being the MVP. I don't I don't disagree that Rodgers is going to be the MVP. I'm just we just talked about that yesterday. So whether I'd vote for him or not, that's different. Deshaun you Watson, hundred percent get my vote. No Desha- questions asked. Deshaun Watson next year, Scott. I'm gonna wait to see if he's actually a rapist or not. But you can trade for him if you want to. You can't spell therapist without rapist. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that is true. That is true. <laughs> I'll be I'll be curious to see because that's a that's a the franchise right now. It's it's just in limbo. You've got nothing. You've got you can't go get another quarterback because you're paying one a shit ton of money. Uh, you've got to, You've got to get some kind of resolution to his case. So, told you, Mavs are tricky to play up to the competition, down to the bottom dwellers. Yep, crushed my dubs last night, but I mm-hmm. knew to stay clear from that one. Yeah, fair enough. That's I, I like the under, so that worked too. Yep. Yep. All right, but anyway, well, let's get to it. We, yeah, I do think it's time. It, we we ended our streak at seven yesterday, but you know what? We're ready to start a brand new streak. Let's find out what it is. Hey, you guys, get your overalls on, grab that straw hat, climb aboard your John Deere, because once again, it is time to bet the farm. All right, well, Scott, for the first time in over a week, I'm not playing the happy music, so. Uh, Let's uh, let's see what we can do here. Um, what do you got cooked up for tonight, buddy? So, looking at college basketball, it's going to be a matchup between Long Beach State and UCLA at seven thirty. For some reason, I don't know why they're playing that game at four thirty local time. But either way, we like the over one forty three. Uh, you might recognize this matchup because they played each other earlier this season. Game landed one seventy nine. UCLA has been a huge favorite on several occasions this season, been favored by 23-plus points four times. They have scored 95 or more points in three of those games. 
So I expect UCLA to have a very solid offensive performance in this one. And Long Beach State, awful defensively, 283rd in defensive efficiency, but also 48th in pace. And if you watch the first game, up and down track meet, I expect a similar script in this one. I find it hard to not take an over when the first meeting went over this total by about 36 points. Give me the over. Fair enough. Fair enough. That is going to do it for our bet the farm play. Is it true, Scott, there's so much drama in the LBC? I definitely heard that. It is. I, I, Snoop D-O-double-G. It, as I understand, it is uh, It is hard being Snoop, Snoop D-O-double-G. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I did a, hear that somewhere. Should be a lot of points. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Bruins hang, maybe not quite a hundo, but certainly in the, in the low. I'm trying to think. That, that's from Gin and Juice? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Look at me. Nicely, Look at that. Nicely let's done. There. Nicely done, buddy. All right, guys. Let's get it done. Let's go out there and... Uh, Hit a little uh, easy money on that Long Beach State UCLA over one forty three. I, I I don't see I don't see a. I think UCLA gets off the bus and puts up eighty five. So yeah, we'll see we'll see how much the uh, what, what are they the what are the, what's Long Beach State? They're the beach now. The beach. That's right. The Long Beach Beach. God damn. I think Snoop D O Double G came. They up were with that the Forty Nine ers. I don't really know why they changed it, but offensive to minors. I I don't know, dude. I don't know. All right. That's going to do it for our pick. That's going to do it for the show. As always, thanks very much for stopping by. We appreciate it, guys. Don't forget to tell your friends. Share it on social media. Do all that stuff to make us huge. We appreciate it. And, of course, good luck on all your plays today, all your plays tonight. Let's go make some money, and we'll be back here again to talk about it tomorrow on Friday. As once again, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, Scott and I will help you to do your best to head back to the window. I thought that was the different one. I thought there was two of them there. I thought that was the one. Wait, can you do me a favor? Can you click the other one so we can just get a look at it? Fuck. It was the other one. All right, so, They're both misspelled. Well, the point is that they both have copyright wrong and the wrong year. Yes. So we're just not going to play that. Agreed. Agreed. All, All right, right, cool. See you, buddy. Have a good one. Yep, I'll see you. Later. Where's that puppy dog?